what up what up what up we're finally live chica chica boom boom what's up pk i'm doing good how are you good am i coming in really loud or am i coming in just right in terms of volume no it's good perfect so how are you doing today i'm doing okay (laughs) (laughs) how was your week (laughs) i tried to sing i couldn't um (laughs) It's been it's been busy, honestly. Um, I tried to. I'm kind of upset I didn't get my eyebrows done. I'm trying to find like a good eyebrow lady, and mm-hmm. like the ones in my area, not so good. Mm. I've been meaning I've been meaning to talk to you about um, uh, knowing a good girl or a person in terms of laser when summer is start to bar- just starting to hit. I need to come to you because I know you have a laser one or a person or a good yeah. Girl. Yeah, even if it, even if I have to come all the way down to North York to just get, because you you told me that for your entire body is a hundred dollars, which is absolutely unheard of anywhere else in the world. No, but she actually um <laughs> upped her prices. She did. Okay, so she did. So I think it's like um I think it's a hundred and fifty around there for your entire body. Yes, I, I think it's like 165. <laughs> that is still really unheard of. But uh, I think I because remember when we were in when I was doing my master's and you were doing your undergrad, I guess um, we um, I in London, there was a, a clinic that I did go to to get laser hair and it was quite expensive um, just for my armpits, I think it was around 200 300 400 something like that and but i i realized that from my dark skin beautiful babes out there for the dark melanin grass the laser is different so you have to make mm-hmm. sure that the laser equipment matches can can work on your skin and that's what i realized but yeah, no, I don't get my eyebrows done anymore. There's no point because it's, I'm trying to grow them. I've been trying to grow them for like 10 years. So there's no point of me getting them done. Um, but yeah, I feel as if you can just go anywhere, anywhere you can get your nails done. You can get, you can find a good person to get your eyebrows done, no? Yeah, you can. But like most of them, they don't do threading. They do waxing. And I don't really like waxing because with waxing, you don't really get a shape. You know what I mean? It's very like straight lines, whereas like eyebrows are like they have a curve to it and they have like shape to it. But like whenever I got my um, eyebrows waxed, it was just not worth it for me because I didn't like the shape at all. Yeah. You know what? I mean, threading hurts like Mm. crazy. I'm not used to it. But the thing is, it it hurts. But like the way my aunt does it. So my aunt used to work in a salon and she used to do eyebrows for people. And she does it at home only for like family now. And she does it so softly, like you don't even feel any pain, which is crazy. How I need we need to know her secret because she does it so softly. It's like you don't even feel any pain. And it's crazy because she does such a good shot, a good job at like keeping the shape and fixing the shape as well as just getting all the little tiny hairs out of the way as well because you know how like some people they like purposely don't take out every hair (laughs) and they leave some like leave some hair in there just so that like you can come back faster have you heard of that oh 
Like they don't give you a, like a clean, clean, you know. Look. But that's what waxing does. Waxing actually leaves a clean, clean cut. No, while threading does not. You can actually it's it's, it's easier for the person to actually mix, miss a couple of hairs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Waxing does um take it all out, but waxing doesn't give you any shape. That's the only problem. Yeah, I love waxing. You know, one and done, you rip it off, you're good. Instead, you're crying for each and every hair that the lady pulls out. It's literally agony. It was crazy. so bad. Like, I went to this place near my house, and the lady was literally cutting me with a thread because she was doing it that hard. Oh, my God. So I had, like, cuts, on, like, near my eyebrows. And they were, like, <laughs> painful. <laughs> And she's Sorry, like, I should have laughed, but that's actually. No. And then at the end, she was like, Oh, this is my first time doing your eyebrows, and they came out really nice. And I'm like, Girl, like, you cut me like three times. Oh my God. And that's they didn't crazy. even come out that nice. Like, the shape was not there at all. I don't know. When it comes to eyebrows, like, I'm kind of like a perfectionist. Yeah, for me, I'm not really perfectionist. Perfectionist when it comes to my eyebrows, I would rather them or look like fraternal twins or look like cousins. I don't need them to look alike. Um, it's not. I don't. I don't really need them. Do you need them to look alike, or do you just need them to be in the same family? Yeah, no, I for sure need them to look alike because then it just looks weird in pictures. I feel like the first thing I notice is eyebrows, and like eyebrows are just like. Such a main part of the look, I think. Mm, that's the thing with me. I really do not. I'm really good at not comparing myself to other people when it comes to my face. Um, body, maybe. Legs, sometimes. But my face, I'm like, I love my face. So I don't, I don't know. Like, I think everybody's different, I guess. But what I do like is bold eyebrows. And my mom always says to me, your eyebrows are too thick. They look like freaking animals on your face. Why is it so big? And I'm like, bro, I think it's hot. I think it's hot. But now, it, but I think now the, the trend is very thin eyebrows. Yeah. But yeah, but you guys, I'm doing good. Um, I'm starting to get these headaches from this like, medication I'm taking, which is really freaking annoying. Um, other that, other than that, I'm busy. I'm doing good. I can't wait for this weekend. Hopefully, PK has booked time off and she can be available to hang out this weekend. I am. I am. That's all I care about. <laughs> um, and then hopefully our other friend is also available too. Um, but yeah, what would be your rose and thorn for the week? My my thorn would be not getting my eyebrows done. I feel like they need to be done, and yeah, we hate that. Didn't get the time to get them done. Um, my rose, um, what would my rose be? Oh, getting like complimented on my hair at work. Ooh. So did you get that um, GVN oil, whatever oil? So oh, is that hair growth working or the shine or whatever? Um, so I got the scalp oil mm -hmm. and I think it is working. I do see that I'm losing less hair in the shower. Wow. I used to lose a lot more hair in the shower, even if I brush my hair um, before showering. Oh, wow. I would still lose a lot more hair, but now I feel like it's less. Wow. We love that for you. How about in terms of volume and shine and bounce? Um. I don't think it made a difference for like 
<clears throat> for like shine and bounce. I think for volume, yeah. Since I'm losing a little bit less hair, I think my volume is is just bigger because of having a thicker hair. Mm. Um, but I don't really notice a difference for the other things. Mm. So you want to share the oil that is working for your hair, guys? She is. She has really thin, but coarse hair. So just FYI. So what's the oil? So for curling it. No, the oil that you put on your scalp. Oh, it's the GN, GVN oil from uh, Sephora. Yeah, go check it out. I actually might get it from my scalp too, to be quite honest. I think I need new hair oil, but I need a growth hair oil. Um, uh, but you, you, I mean, is it actually I, helping hair grow? I didn't really see like a difference in my length, I would say. But mm. in terms of hair loss, I've seen a difference. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. I love that. So for my rose and thorn, I would say my roses, I've been cooking a lot at home. Y'all know, some of you may know me from my cooking platforms. I cook a lot. Um, and I've been getting this, you know, these food services where you can order all of your ingredients and then you come home and you put it together. I've been using a couple of those companies and I'm not going to say which one because they, they, <laughs> they haven't sponsored your grass yet, but um until then i've been really liking the food delivery services um and i've been using that because i'm a super busy guel and my thorn would honestly be not sticking to a routine i really really need to stick or stick to a routine these days have been really hard for me to wake up in the morning and now that the time has fast forward for us we're in the eastern time time zone in here in ontario canada uh i think it might be easier for me to wake up and do my whole morning routine where i go for a walk um because when i don't do that i lose confidence in myself and i need that and not only if anything just for my mental health if you are somewhat of a type a personality somewhat controlling whatever it is i think sticking to something just to tell yourself that you can stick to something is very important at least for me anyway and i need to start doing that because once i don't do that i feel really bad about myself and then my day is completely ruined and i just can't work with that anymore so that's my rose and thorn uh, let's get into our next segment. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. We ain't good this week. So what did you eat this week that was good, PK? For me, it wouldn't be a, a dish or a food. It, it's actually a drink. Mm. It's um, Barbican. Have you heard of Barbican? Absolutely not. Okay, so I think it's like a Middle Eastern drink because it has like Arabic, Arabic writing on it. Mm. But it's a malt beverage and they have like different flavors. So I've been, um, I tried the pomegranate one and the pineapple one. Okay. It's very good. It's like a soda with like a hint of fruity flavor. So either like pineapple or, or pomegranate. And I like the, I like the fizziness of it, but it, mm. and it's also very sweet. It's a nice drink. Ooh, as now that we're basically still in winter, if you guys are trying to figure out the season, it's still snowy blizzard. But now that spring is approaching, 
that would be a really nice spring-ish, warmish drink. Um, oh, a nice, you know, drink to drink on a warmish spring day. Um, that sounds refreshing. Yeah. Um, I think for me, what did I eat? Oh yeah, I did a Panera mukbang. Um, and I had Panera bread, and it was their baguette was so good. The bite into the crunchiness of a baguette bread sandwich with the softness inside the bread. You have the fresh, warm, juicy chicken strips inside and all of the sauce and the toppings. And I dipped the entire sandwich into a chicken tikka masala soup bread bowl. O-M-G. So good. I If you do order the chicken tikka masala soup from Panera Bread, do not have them put the rice in there it's kind of useless in my opinion in fact the rice is hard and it's not has no flavor but the soup is very good highly recommend if you're a low carby low carb high protein diet like myself you would love it and yeah i was i had that after church as part of my mukbang if you want to see the entire mukbang you can go on my youtube channel and just all about food um and so was it like a plain bread it was plain white baguette um kind of like one of those sub breads but the one mm-hmm. the french bread french style bread where it's where it's nice and toasty and hard yeah but it's warm in the inside um and uh yeah they put all the toppings in it i think i got like a chicken a buffalo a barbecue buffalo style chicken toasted baguette sandwich it was very good um and then yeah and i had this soup uh honestly like panera bread is like is kind of underrated in my opinion yeah I agree um I remember when I used to buy it just toast it with butter and it tasted really good oh yeah I ended up getting a couple of bagels and I just had some I've been feeling really carby lately eating a lot of carbs which is good which is fine but usually I'm not that well um but yeah I just had a piece of their bagel and oh it's warmed up with butter or Mm, that sounds good so good um but yeah those are our segments and we're gonna get into our other topics that we're talking about today it's a jam-packed episode guys jam-packed but let's first talk about the scandal pk do you even know what i'm talking about when the scandal this was i feel like this is what everybody was talking about all last week in the last two weeks yeah, I kind of like, I saw it on TikTok and stuff, but yeah, summarize it for us. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically the show called Vanderpump Rules. It's a reality TV show. You don't need to watch it. You'll lose brain cells. <laughs> um, but if you do end up watching it, uh, you have Raquel, who's a girl who's best friend with Ariana. Ariana is in a long-term relationship or is married to this guy named Tom. Tom um is people say as characterize him as weird and a bit out there and he's treated in the past now lo and behold it's been revealed that raquel her best friend has been cheating on tom for eight months behind ariana's back and you're probably like no they must be in a and it may be a poly relationship where it's open. No, no, no. Ariana looked at Tom's phone and saw very racy text messages 
from Ariane, um, from Raquel to Tom. And let me just say, let's, okay. I know everybody starts talking about the drama. We don't, PK and I don't really watch. We're not even going to try to talk about it. But what we are going to talk about is the warning signs. Like, so for me, what would you think PK would be the warning signs when you have somebody who might be cheating? Or, because I feel as if Ariana knew. She must have mm-hmm. knew. I feel like you like, I feel like that Ariana would have felt the distance between them. You know, the he Tom would be more distant toward her. And I feel like that would just give her the hint that something else is happening. Yeah, but I would also say that maybe their closeness, maybe he would come back mm-hmm. late at night, maybe the weird phone calls or the video calls. I mean, the way Ariana, the way Raquel looks at Tom. That's true. That's true. I feel as if she would have known or she did knew, but for some reason blocked it out just mm. to just just so she can say, oh no, that's my best friend. My best friend never in the world do that. It's just, it's so fucked up. Yeah, I can't believe it. Like, I don't know how she, how it went on for so long that Ariana didn't say anything until now or tried to confirm it. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand it because it doesn't make any sense to me. But I feel as if between me and you, if you and I, the thing is, I don't think it would ever happen between you and I because we like two different types of men. Yeah. I would say you would I, never go for my time. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay. Let me give you let, let me give you some examples, guys. Let's, let's look at celebrities, okay? My type of guys that and, and let it just say from the outset, we're the two type of people who if we are in friendship, we believe in the girl code, you do not date. Mm-hmm. Your 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 friend's ex. You do not look in a romantic way to your friend's ex or to your friend's boyfriend or to your friend's, you know, husband, whoever it is. So my type of guy, we're looking at Jason Momoa, Luke and Gilmer Girls, Aegis Alba. Those are very three different type of men, but usually the rugged, the hardworking, tall, broad shoulders. Those are my type of men. I feel like PK's type of men is like the Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> you want to give another example, PK? The pretty ones. Yeah, I, I do feel like it's like the Ryan Reynolds or the guys from um, Shaws of Sunset. Um, is it the reality TV show or the or the guys from? Or like Noah. Noah's a good type, I think. Noah from from who? Noah Centineo. Noah Centineo. Where is he in? Um, what was it called? The recruiter. Ah, yeah, he's he's kind of my type too, to be quite honest. But <laughs> he's like everyone. He's like everyone's type. No, but honestly, no, no, he's not. Actually, he's actually not my type. But I think Noah, the, the the character that he plays in the TV show is my type. But the the person that he is in real life is not my type. Um, Noah Centennial is a good one. 
Um, I would say Ryan Reynolds for you. Oh, I would say like the the Australian guy in uh, Sex Life. Oh my God, that's the opposite. That's the opposite of a little bit. Really? You would date that guy from the mole? No, no, no. Um, from Sex Life, he. What is his name? Oh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Perfect Match. Oh my god. Um, yeah, you're thinking about Perfect Match. No, I think from Perfect of- Match. Who would I? I don't Are know. You, actually, well, I'm blanking. The rest. I think you're the type of person who would date. Um, Let me see the cast. I feel like you would date the white guy in Sex Life. Which white guy? White guy. Oh no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. The the, the yeah, husband. like the, yeah. Yeah, the husband. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Cooper. You would date Cooper. the husband or you would date the restaurant owner if he was... Yeah. You date the restaurant owner. Yeah, those are like those types, yeah. Exactly, exactly. If you guys know, watch Sex Life or review it. Or it'd be like, episode. it's basically the restaurant owner plus a combination with the with the husband. Yes. So PK A combination of those two. Pretty much... A really super pretty boy, while mine is like a lumberjack. You know what I mean? The guy who's cutting wood in the wood is like sweaty with like no t-shirt on and just have, you know, the pants. And then he comes in, you know, lugging the the wood across his back into the cabin and, you know, and puts on the fire and the rest is history. Baby! The family man, but yeah, I mean, it it really is insane. Um, and the thing is, I don't know how Raquel could have done that on on national TV. Like, you're in a TV show. Like, you people have no shame, bro. Yeah, I don't know. I felt like who's the other girl? Ariana. <laughs> yeah, Ariana. I felt like Ariana is just ignoring the signs because the signs would have been really obvious. But it's I think so she was cool. just ignoring it that she really wanted to stay in that relationship for god knows what reason but maybe like i feel like she needs to work on herself you know and try to be more independent and try to value herself more i feel like she doesn't value herself if she stayed in that relationship for that long Mm, why would you say that because tom is not good for her yeah i feel like tom would have shown would have been more distant toward her and I don't know what she was getting from Tom in that relationship at that point. Yeah. I mean, I do think that the signs are, were there and she, and and she just missed it. Also, I don't think Tom apologized for it. Did he? I don't think he did. Maybe he did. I mean, the show is still filming. So apparently everything will be uh, displayed in this season. So honestly, I'm honestly actually going to watch the season finale and the reunion or whatever the frick. And I'm actually excited to see what what Ariana has to say, Tom has to say, Raquel has to say. Apparently, Raquel had to date Tom's friend. Look, all of that is, like, so crazy. But I do want to say, let me just say this. I mean, there was a conversation about if you were no longer friends with this girl, right? So, So, for instance, let's say you guys cut ties. You guys are no longer friends. Would you continue to date the guy? Would you continue to date the girl? Or what if Ariana and Raquel weren't really good friends? Would you continue to date her man? Would you put aside 
would you date a guy that you think that could be your soulmate and put aside your friendship to date to date the man? I don't know. It seems sketchy because, like, if he did that to somebody else, it could be possible that he's going to do that to you in the future. That's the thing. And, and apparently he did. He did cheat. It's too story. risky. And the thing is, everybody on that cast has dated each other, and Tom has actually cheated on another girl. In fact, Tom and Ariana, before Ariana and Tom got together, Tom, I think, kind of cheated on his ex with Ariana, and that's how Tom and Ariana are together, or something like that. I don't know. But for me, if I was friends or loosely friends with somebody, and let's say I kind of met my soulmate, even though my soulmate has dated my kind of good friend, I will still continue to date my soulmate. Because you know what I mean? Guys are really hard to find, but you can find friends anywhere. And people people say that, oh, that's vice versa. But honestly, these days, guys, it's really hard to find a man. I would rather tell my friend who is not dating the guy. I'm saying, like, I'm not a homewrecker. I'm just saying if they weren't together, if they weren't together, but I am not super good friends with this girl, okay? Now that as foundation, I would go to the girl and be like, hey, so letting you know, like, I think I have feelings for him. Are you okay with that? Can I continue? Blah, blah, blah. You know, what if she be- said no? Then we're gonna, we're gonna have we're gonna have a talk, baby. Because <laughs> what if that what if that was your soulmate? What if but that like, was the person has so much like baggage and has such a bad past. And they that. continue that behavior. It's a pattern. Yeah, yeah, but how do you well but but I'm saying they're not gonna break a pattern for one I don't know. I feel like it takes if- years to break that pattern. I agree with you when it comes to cheaters, but I'm saying, what if this girl and my friend that I'm kinds of friends with are not together? So they're broken up and it's clear to everybody. Everybody knows that they've broken up, but let's say you and the guy has created feelings. You guys hang out together and you really, you guys realize that you guys really do like each other. Would you continue? Would you start dating the guy? I wouldn't risk it based on what just happened with him, mm. with the other girl. Mm. I feel like I wouldn't risk it. I feel like it would be a bit of a waste of time, especially yeah. if he has treated based on his past behavior. Because if you just start dating him, he's going to, there's like no room for him to change. Mm. And I think he needs that room by himself to, in order to change. And then after that, I would consider it. But I wouldn't consider it right right after. Mm, yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't want to be the rebound. But after yeah. he's healed and he's taking time to reflect on his past relationships and got over it, then I'll be here. Because honestly, guys, it's really hard to find a man. Okay, but friendships, there. If you put yourself out there, I feel like it's really it's easier to make friends. But it is hard, guys. It is hard to make genuine, long time friendships. I do gotta say. Um, but yeah, I'm not a homewrecker, but if I'm not super close with a girl and this girl is broken up with this guy and the guy has gone over a blah, 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 maybe time, maybe a few months have gone by, four months have gone by, then I would, and we look at each other a different way, I'd be like, yeah, let's go on a date. Yeah. But what if he's like Joey who doesn't get over a girl? <laughs> then we, we ain't going anywhere. Like I, I've literally been on a date with a guy who literally he literally told me to to his face and he said hey i've met this beautiful girl 
um, a few months ago, like the most beautiful girl I've ever met in my entire life. And I let her slip away. So what am I, chop level? Like, why are we on this date if you already met the most beautiful in the world? Yeah. What an awkward, what am I supposed to say to that? It's so it's awkward. So, it's so awkward. So yeah, no, obviously if you still hang up, hang up on the girl, that's, yeah. So anyways, who, what team are we on when it comes to the situation? We're team Ariana. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> hundred percent well you know if we end up watching random pop rules but probably not probably only the ending oscar came in last oscar sunday it was sunday like people still watch the oscars and the oscars end up being like five hours long bro nobody has time like that anymore i feel like mid-2000s like when american idol used to be a thing people used to actually sit down in front of the tv and actually watch something but now it's like bro <laughs> Give me the highlight. Yeah. Like, what in the world? No, no less time for that. But yeah, let's go through the Oscars. I feel like we kind of predicted a lot of the stuff, a lot of the winners. Yeah, like, I think we did a good job, honestly. It is such a good job. So starting with Best Picture, the person like the movie that went for Best Picture was Everything Everywhere All at Once. I honestly thought Avatar, like I thought Avatar was one of the greatest movies I've seen in 2022, in my personal opinion. And yeah. Don't know what to tell you, people. Um, everything, every all at once was good, and I watched the movie, but it wasn't as good as everybody's making it out to be. I think the acting in this movie, though, was incredible, but the story was okay. It was good. It was okay. What do you What do you think about that? I agree with the story. The storyline wasn't a new concept. I feel like I've seen that storyline before, but mm-hmm. the actors were definitely really good in the movie very very good going on to the next category best actor uh brendan fraser for the whale beat everybody and which is fine um if austin butler got best actor i would literally last laugh my ass at the ground like literally but i heard he's okay really i heard good things about him i know i actually heard really really good things about it i'm i ain't gonna hold you actually people have been telling me that austin butler was actually really good in this movie but the movie may may not have been that great um but brendan fraser apparently the movie's like super depressing uh but it's about a man who who is extremely overweight and his 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 ties and relationship to his family and friends so i heard brendan fraser's acting was incredible in this movie um Mm -hmm. i love brendan fraser he's a national treasure he's an american national treasure he's in george of the jungle he did all of the the um what's it called the mommy movies like I, i freaking love him I watched a trailer of The Whale, and I don't know. I didn't really find it that interesting. But... I know! That's what everybody said, yo! Everybody watched, literally, everybody watched a trailer of The Whale, and then once they finished the trailer, everybody's like, ah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like, kind of surprised. I thought Austin would win this. No, no, no. I'm, I look, I, I am... I don't know. I mean, well, did you watch Elvis? No, but I watched the trailer. <laughs> you okay? So, I I I do think that. Did Brendan you watch Fraser, it? What? Did you watch the movie? 
No, I, I didn't want oh, to. Okay, okay. But I I think I started to watch the beginning and that was it. But I do think that Brendan Fraser was good for the for the movie. Um, I heard his acting was incredible, even though I didn't watch the movie. And good good for him. I'm I'm happy that he's happy. Yeah, he's a national treasure. We love him. Um, moving on to the next category, best actress. Um, Michelle Yeoh from Everything Everywhere All At Once got this one. Which I'm I'm not mad at it. But the thing is, okay, if if she was put if she was put against her co-stars in the movie on this, I wouldn't even pick her. Like her acting was okay in the actual movie if it was compared to the other actors in that movie. But in this category, yeah, sure. She could beat it, but I don't know. I, I do want to watch Tar. Tar looks really interesting actually. Yeah, I don't know. I think a lot of um, Oscars went to actors in Everything Everywhere all at once. Yeah, it was a extremely wide wide uh, sweep to that. I there was one movie, there was one Oscar movie that I did watch. Yeah, it was. I did watch To Leslie. To Leslie was actually a really good movie. A really good movie. I was watching it on the airplane to America. I was, I was going to see my family in Boston. And two Leslie guys was so good. Andrea Riseborough, highly recommend. It it wasn't super traumatic in the way you can't you you, you literally can't watch because it's too much. It's just it allows you to really feel for the for the for the character, and you see firsthand what it looks like when a woman is is going through addiction and her vice was alcohol. And honestly, she did an amazing job. I don't know. Some people say that, you know, it was a bit much. But I think she did an incredible job, actually, to Leslie. I actually would have picked Andrea over Michelle Yeoh, in my opinion, in this category. But Really? Oh, wow. Because yeah. <clears throat> yeah. remember how, like, the box office wasn't even that high for this movie? Yeah, was it wasn't that high. I know. It wasn't that high. But for some reason... I don't know why. It's good. There was no marketing. Yeah. Like, I I've never heard of this movie. I have never heard of this movie until that scandal. But honestly, Andrea's acting in that movie is actually really good. I, I'm fact, PK, you should watch it. I put it on your list, at least, on things to watch, you know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, I guess that's it for, I'm surprised that Anna Daramez is in this. No offense, I like her, but for Blondie, that movie was it was all over the place, girl. I know it. Best original song, Natu, 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 Natu. Yeah, they they did a performance as well. Did you see the performance? Oh no, I didn't see it, but I I saw highlights of it. I it was good. It was good, but you know what? There was actually a controversy on like TikTok. I was um looking at posts and. People are mentioning that there was actually no South Indian dancers. And when I rewatched it, I'm like, oh my God, they're right. It's all just white people in the background as backup dancers. Yeah, I saw that too. And I'm like, that's crazy. Because like for this song to be nominated on an international stage and for them not to have the people represent their culture. Like, what is this? Girl, you tell them. Look, I saw that too. I thought the Oscars, I thought, 
I thought the Oscars hired some people. I was I like, thought, mind blown. I'm like, wait, let me take a closer look at this. Yeah, I don't understand why didn't they put in South Indian or any type of people from that region to represent the culture. Um, but but I heard because the song is such has has such a global reach. There've been it's the song has gone viral on TikTok, and everybody from all walks of life is doing the dance now. So yeah, but it's just I don't know not yeah, to no, have any really, Indian people doing the background dancing for an, an Indian song makes no, no sense. Be weird. No, it's very weird. I I saw that and I thought, okay, maybe the Oscars hired people last minute because I don't know. I feel like there would have been a lot of people that would have been willing to do it for sure. Absolutely. But I just don't know how they did the selection process. Like, did they say only white people? I don't I don't know, bro. It's a bit weird. I don't it's know. It's so weird. I think they need to do better. This is ridiculous. They've all they always need to do better. It's like the Oscars. So I don't know, bro. I don't know. Like, oh, I felt so disappointed because I was happy that, like, you know, it was on like an international stage, and it was the first Indian film to be like nominated for the Oscars and like to win the Oscar as well. But this just, I don't know. Let's just stop there and just look at that for a second. The first film. The first, see, say that again, PK. It is the first Indian film to win an Oscar. The first Indian film to win an Oscar. Like that is. Technically South Indian film. Thank you for correcting the peoples. It's Tollywood, not Bollywood. Girl, say it again, please. Because <laughs> uh, the language is actually um, a dialect that is spoken in South India. It's uh, Telugu, Telugu, Telugu. And um, so that's the Telugu language film industry, which is called Tollywood. Oh my God. Bollywood is Hindi. So you tell him. That's yeah. right. That's right. You tell him. I mean, it, it's still quite incredible. I mean, I don't think a Bollywood film won an Oscar yet. Ha- um, has it? No, this is the first Indian film. Wow. That is... And the thing is, a lot of people still haven't watched the actual movie that Not To Not Do is in. I haven't either. But, you know, it doesn't matter. You know, we have to represent. And I love that Not To Not Do one. And honestly, it was really good. Uh, I know Rihanna performed her song. And I don't know. Did you watch it? I didn't. No, I didn't see the Rihanna performance. Yeah, I heard it was good. Um, Sorry? What did she perform? Her song. Live me. Oh, from... Um, Black Panther. I personally don't like that song. I don't know. Honestly, that song literally makes me want to cry. <laughs> literally, when she plays that, it's so powerful that it literally makes me want to like sob. Literally, sob my eyes out. Uh, but. No, it's it's a very good song, but compared to others, I don't I don't even know. But yeah, let's moving on, moving on, moving on to the next ones here. Wait, I want to see her outfit. How does her outfit look like? Yeah, Rana's outfit was pretty good. Like her pregnant outfit was so. See, these are the types pregnant. of outfits that she wears. That's what I'm saying. The outfits that she wears outside of the Super Bowl, 
Fire. Yeah, I don't know what the Super Bowl Fire. is. I don't know. Fire. Like, I, I'm literally telling my husband, that's my wow. word. So go go look for it. That's what I want to wear when I'm pregnant. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, her, like, literally, people were comparing Rihanna's, Rihanna's outfit to Elmo. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> it actually looks like Elmo. I'm not joking. Yo! Okay, so moving on. That was Best Original Song, Best International Feature Film, All Quiet on the Western Front. I think we kind of got that, too, because... Yeah. And then Best Supporting Actor, Kiwi. Oh my God. I'm going to butcher this. I apologize. Please don't hurt me. Uh, Ki Hugh Kwan from Everything Everywhere All at, All at Once. And I do got to say, his acting in this movie, absolutely superb. Literally one of the best acting I've seen in 2022. He deserved it. Um, his speech was like really funny. His speech was funny, and his speeches his speeches have become so moving. It's become so viral. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm so happy that he's getting his peers is now recognizing his work, recognizing yeah. his talent. Love that for him, finally, yeah, he's like 56 years old. I pray to God I am not 60 60 years old until somebody tells me that I'm amazing. <laughs> um, world recognize yourself. Um, best supporting actress. No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> Why? No, like, I like Jamie Lee Curtis, don't get me wrong. But in this movie, she wasn't that good. Like, she was okay. Like, she was showing range. Like, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know that Jamie Lee can show this range and everything everywhere all at once. But her acting wasn't amazing. You know what I mean? Like, it could have been better. And I still love her, but compared to others, I mean... Do you think Stephanie's was better? Absolutely. Stephanie's suit performance? Yeah. That girl? No. Stephanie's suit performance should have gotten a... Jamie Lee Curtis. I feel like Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis... No. Stephanie's suit should should have got that Oscar. I'm sorry. No. Uh, best director, um, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, that's Daniel Kwan, and then uh, Daniel Sheen. That's awesome for them. Um, best animated feature, Guillermo del Toro's uh, Pinocchio. We don't watch animated film on this podcast because we don't even know where to start, and why would we? Um, so we love that for them. Uh, best original score. All Quiet on the Western Front. Best. I was kind of surprised about that. The original score one. Did yeah. You, uh, did you listen to their soundtracks? No, why? I don't know. I felt like the soundtrack of um, Quiet on the Western Front was not that unique. Mm. And a lot of people, I was thinking like Babylon would win it. But also Babylon's soundtrack was pretty basic like it's been heard before mm. the only one i thought like was the everything everywhere all at once mm. their soundtrack was a little bit more unique it was a little bit different in terms of the beats mm. but the other soundtracks i don't know especially the quiet on the western front i don't know i didn't really like the the music to it maybe it's kind of like the beyonce's album where it's not only the songs but really how the songs are 
the soundtrack as well. The transitions and the 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 beats and things like that. I don't know. I don't really don't know how these scores. Maybe. Old white guys in a room picking the awards, um, literally. But I did hear there are a couple of there are a couple of black people in there, so we love that. Uh, best doc feature. I don't know any of these movies. Novelny. Yeah, I don't know any of them either. Live action short film in Irish Goodbye. Don't know that. Best adapt- is it the donkey one. Remember the donkey one. Oh my god, the donkey. Yo, it didn't win though. It didn't win. <laughs> it didn't win. Which what's the movie? What's the title of that movie? Yo, if it won, that donkey's famous, bro. <laughs> Getting can we switch up. places? Yeah, it's gonna travel the world. I love that for them. Eo, um, it's too funny. <laughs> the title was Eo. Eo, oh yeah, but it was the international film. Oh, it was the international films that I was reading. Oh, yeah. Okay. Live action, short film, um, An Irish Goodbye. I don't know. Best Adapted, Screenplay, Woman Talking. I heard Woman Talking is a good movie. And, yeah, people really like Top Gun. That's why Top Gun's in here. And Glass Onion. <sighs> okay. I'll quiet on the Western Front. So, I, I, uh, first of all, I, didn't, I, I really want to watch Top Gun and Tar so far. Top Gun, Maverick, and Tar. I heard people really love Top Gun. Yeah, I want to watch Top Gun too. Yeah, best doc, uh, The Elephant Whispers. But I'm not gonna watch that. Best original screenplay, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Love that. Best visual effects, Avatar. I mean, if Avatar didn't win this category, I don't know. I don't know which yeah, category would have win. Literally, like, come on now. Looks like the perfect category for that movie. Oh, right. The Batman movie 2022 was good, too. Not as good as Avatar, I think. Not as good as Avatar, right? That's what Zoe Zandana, right? No, not Zoe Zandana. Zoe something. Zoe something. And that guy from Twilight. Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz, I think. Zoe Kravitz, girl. Thank you. And then the girl, the guy from Twilight, I forgot his name. Robert Pattinson. Robert Patterson. That movie was actually really good. Surprisingly so. Oh, wait, to- Zoe and Channing Tatum are together? The weirdest coupling of all time. One of the weirdest coupling. No way. But I get it because Channing Tatum is a bit more free-spirited. They look good together. They look good together, yeah. But, like, obviously I'm going to be jealous if they have kids or get married. They have to invite me to their wedding because... I don't understand. Like he was my first love, Channing, and yo, their kids would be like so good looking. <sighs> yeah, our kids would be so really good looking. You're right. Wait, is that what you said? No, I said their kids. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, sure. I guess their kids would be good looking, but I don't see them having kids. I feel like it would be one of those couples where. They're together for, for, for 15 years. He has kids, doesn't he? Or no? With no. His, the girl from Step Up. Wait, really? Yeah. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think he's married. Is he? Yeah, he was married with the girl from Step Up. One of the best dancing movies close to oh, Stop the Yard right. of all time. Don't come for me. You're right. Wait. I love 
I love Step Up. Yo, nothing can beat those movies, I swear. Anyways, best animated short, The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse. Well, no idea. No idea. Um, best cinematography, All Quiet on the Western Front. Love that. Best makeup and hairstyling, The Will. I mean, you could, can you only imagine? <laughs> I mean, I was kind of confused. Isn't um, Black Panther also yeah. nominated? Yep, 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 yep. But you know what? Because apparently he had a fat suit. You know what I mean? They had to pretend that he's fat, so he had to put on a fat suit. It was it was a controversy because they could have hired an actual fat, like a, an actual overweight person, but they found they put him. I think he gained a bit of weight though. Brandon, Brandon had to gain a bit of weight for this role, and then put out an extra more weight, so he looked and felt like eight hundred pounds. But yeah, I mean, no, honestly, the weight actually looks kind of re- really, really, really realistic. It doesn't look weird; like it looks realistic, you know. Uh, yeah, that is true. But yeah, the makeup and hairstyling in Black Panther should have won, in my opinion. But Batman was really good too. The makeup and hairstyling. Oh, in yeah. Batman. yeah, that's true. Uh, Zoe was like Zoe and Robert's makeup was really good. So good. But this is where Black Panther came in. Of course, they won for best costume design, uh, mm-hmm. best film editing. Came everything ever girl. The editors and everything everywhere all at once must get a raise, must get a bonus, because that must have been hell. Going back to and from, to and from, uh, what's it called, uh, universes, and then stopping here, and then having this act. Girl, that's, that's a lot. Good luck with that. Uh, best production design, All Quiet on the Western Front. Best sound, Top Gun. <laughs> I heard a joke that the thing that should have gotten an award from Top Gun was was the airplanes. The airplanes was doing their thing in Top Gun. Um, not even the people, not even the acting, just, 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 <laughs> just the airplane. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think we predicted some. I think we obviously predicted everything, 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 everywhere, all at once. We predicted that Michelle Yeoh would win, and we predicted we predicted. That Nachi Nachi would win. So, like, guys, I don't know what to tell you. Like, we're kind of like really good at this. You know what I mean? Like, we're really good. Um, we're just going to have our own Oscar show next time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We should just have our own Oscar show and we should have our own, you know, old white people gang who would, you know what? F that. We should have our own gang full of dark skinned, brown skinned melanin. Voting. We're gonna represent diversity. Represent hire white people to play a South in South Indian. Jesus. That's just like mind blown. <laughs> I'm mind blown. No, I was watching it and I thought to myself, Oscars must have hired people directly from directly from their group of people because I don't I didn't understand. So there's only these two brown guys here in the midst of all these white girls. I don't know. It was weird. Whatever. Um, before we get into some of the shows and movies that we binge watched today, y'all, don't forget to rate this podcast wherever you're listening and leave a review. We love you. If you do, we hate you. If you don't, you know what I mean? So what have you been watching this week, girly? Um... So I've seen the show um, MH370. 
Okay. Yeah. The plane disappearance show. Have you seen yeah. it? Yeah. Is it? It's more of like a docu series explaining. Yeah, it's only like three episodes, and it explains the conspiracy theories around the disappearance of the plane. Yeah. Um, so the plane disappeared with uh, 239 passengers. Wow. And it was supposed to be a routine flight from um, Kuala Lumpur to Beijing. Mm. And it ended up leaving. Um, so it went through the Vietnam airspace. And when it was leaving the Vietnam airspace, it was the pilot was saying, okay, good night. And they're going to enter the China airspace. And right. then it disappears from the radars, like between those two boundaries. Wow. And it's crazy because like nobody knows where the plane is, the where the plane gone is has been gone. Wow. So that means like the communications has have been like turned off somehow, but they don't know how. And it's the crazy part is that it's been missing for ten years now. Nobody has any answers to where it went where the people like how did the people even are they like how did they die like people weren't even like the families weren't even able to bury their loved ones because they can't find them see i don't know why they would make such a movie they know that people are scared of flying already now they made a movie where they're showing they're trying to figure out where they missed whole 300 300 people on an on an airplane that is literally my worst nightmare like that is actually but this but it's crazy because i actually feel the safest when i'm in the air yeah but now i'm scared now i'm like oh my god like all this can happen and it's See? weird because like they're coming up with all these theories and it's just like oh this might have happened actually maybe this happened it's like oh maybe the satellite da data was um changed by somebody or maybe somebody hijacked the plane or that they um they found this debris on the shores but maybe somebody planted it and it could be planted by a spy it could be a russian spy it could be the pilot that did it and they were checking their simulator that flew the same path but it actually didn't fly it's it's just a lot it's a lot of information and nobody has a clear answer which is insane based on the technology we have right now people say more knowledge is power. I think more knowledge brings more fear. And that's why I'm not going to watch that because I don't need to know the inner workings of all of that. You know what I mean? Like I feel very safe right now in my little bubble, which is that the airplane will take me to plane, you know, from point A to point B with a little bit of interference and that's it. You know what I mean? Not, oh, there's a 60% possibility that your plane will be left in the sky in this grid zone. And uh, if this happened, this happened, I don't need, I don't need to know that. And even if that's the case, you don't have to tell me that. You feel me? Um, but would you, would you think this is extremely bingeable? Do you like it? Yeah, I think it's definitely bingeable. Um, if you like those mysteries, because mm -hmm. throughout the episodes they give you all these different theories and the evidence that they found and it's really um i guess it's it's just keeps you on your toes you know mm -hmm. you're like oh maybe this di did happen but wait does that even make sense because of this evidence yeah. so it's really interesting in that way where you can try to put together the evidence on your own and 
have your own theories as well, but it's also just scary because this is what can happen and this is reality. <laughs> yeah, that's not my reality. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not gonna get I'm not, I'm not gonna get into that. But yeah, I'm happy you loved it. Yeah, I, I did see that on Netflix. I'm like, yeah, there's no way in hell I'm watching it. But I'm happy that for those who want to be educated on that topic and you know eventually feel extremely fearful if planes after watching it um since i didn't tell you so um but yeah that's on netflix that's cool i've watched another movie on netflix which honestly when it first came out i think about a week and a half ago um the thumbnail was on the first page of my netflix feed and then i watched it a couple days ago and i couldn't find the feed so for some reason I had to literally look for it and literally had to Google what are the newest horror thrillers on Netflix right now. And then I found The Strays. So The Strays Strays is a very interesting movie. It's like the cringiest shit I've ever seen in my entire life. I don't know the purpose of this movie. Apparently, like, I think the the creators of this movie wanted to be the new Get Out uh, movie, wanted to be the whole Jordan Peele situation. I get it. But there was, there's no message behind all of this. It's literally... Uh, it is a light-skinned black woman. Uh, black woman's meticulously crafted life of privilege starts to unravel when two strangers show up in her quaint suburban town. So you have a light-skinned black woman who lives in an apartment with her two dark-skinned black kids. She's in her abusive relationship with her partner at that time and uh they don't have a lot of money they're experiencing racism so she literally she literally she literally just packs up her things and leaves her two kids behind with her aunt and just flee the movie fast forwards and 18 years later 17 18 years later she marries a white man she's wearing a wig and she has two now biracially um, with this white man. So she's starting to see things. She's starting to see a black, a dark-skinned black man and a dark-skinned, uh, a dark-skinned woman. But not knowing that those two people that she's seeing are actually her two kids that she left behind but just grown up. Scratch her hair, um, which is her wig. And she starts to... Um, unravel because she's been suppressing her blackness the black culture uh, she's been trying to be this new try to be white passing right she wants she, she's trying to be white and her kids are starting to get in tune with the black culture her son is listening to rap her daughter wants to braid her braid her, braid her hair into con rolls um, and she's unraveling and she's like, her head is itchy because of the wig and she's starting to beat her kids and she yells at them. It's extremely cringe. Like, I don't know the purpose of this movie. It is get out in the reverse in the movie of get out. You have a black man being, you know, um, seduced by a white woman and he then comes to the home in this movie, The Strays, you have a light-skinned Black woman who is being haunted by her kids that she left behind, her two dark-skinned 
black kids. So there's colorism issues. There's white passing issues. It's a really weird situation. And so at the end, the two kids find them and they trap them in this house. And, you know, the two dark skinned kids end up killing the white man. And then the mother decides to flee and leave the four kids in the house. And then the movie ends. It is super traumatic for a black person to watch this. They're acting as if wigs are really like wig represents like you suppressing your blackness when a lot of black women or black people wear wigs so her wig is like her being accepting to her real natural hair and only a black confused man would have written this because I don't really understand this movie I don't understand the message. It was it was so cringe. She ended up screaming at her two black, two dark skinned black kids because she they're they're present in her backyard party, and it's just like it's like it's it's in twenty there was no message in this movie. So, uh, anyways, like yeah, that's weird. And the way it ended, there was like no. It's kind of like ended abruptly. It and it ended super abruptly, and I don't know. It that was makes no sense. I I I was laughing and confused. Laughed again, and I'm like, "What? What the hell?" That was. If you really want to watch something entertaining, but it's super traumatic, you will see a black woman suppressing her blackness for a whole eighty minutes for no dang reason, for literally no reason because she wants to become rich. That's her reason. And she's tired of dealing with racist, racism. That's She wants to suppress her blackness so she go marries a white man. It's really, it's really fucked up. Um, but usually we see the craziness and we, we, we deal with it because there's a message behind it, but there, is, there isn't any. And I don't get it. I don't want to get it because this movie was so all sorts of... And it was supposed to be scary. It's more like a thriller. Um, the kids only killing the two dark skins and defining her and, and killing her, her husband, but she escapes. So you have the two biracial kids that she had with the white man and then the two original dark skinned kids in the house just looking at each other. What the hell just happened? Where, where did your where did our mom go? She's gone. And the movie literally ends. There's credits. Well, that's yo, so weird. So, yeah, I would watch that because if you want to laugh and cry and literally be traumatized as a black person you should you can watch that for sure it's like really it's really because because the thing is when it comes to that and i can relate to that partially you know um she did it okay she's doing it because it was her t- it, it was it was that that's what she needed to survive right and mm-hmm. I get it. I, I live in a predominantly white neighborhood. I live, I work in a predominantly white environment. And you trying to change who you are in terms of the way you speak, the way you dress, the way your mannerisms, your hair for where you live and where you work. I get that. I relate to that. I understand that. But to denounce who you are as a person and denounce your kids your two dark-skinned kids and leave them behind to go marry a white man to prove to others that you can 
that you yourself can be white passing or can be white yourself is fucked up. Um, and you need tons of therapy. You need, like, you need God. Yeah, I don't get this film. Like, I see that she's, like, confused with her identity and stuff, but there's no turnaround. There's no turning point in this film. There's no, thank you. There's no turning point at all, bro. Which makes no sense. No, I'm just, like, listening to your description, and I'm like, that's not even, like, a good movie plot. No. And everybody's saying it's incomplete. It's not even incomplete. just fucked up. Let everyone say incomplete, bro. Don't have this man create another movie and make it complete. No, because, and I knew it. I, I, I yeah. I mean, go watch you guys if you guys are interested. Uh, but just seems like a waste of time. It's a waste of time. You will be traumatized if you're back around. Okay. Um, did you watch it? new movies or TV shows? No, it was just um the plain movie uh, TV show for me. Oh, that was it. I did watch Scream yesterday, and. It was oh, the yeah, it wasn't it's not the new one that that came out. It was the Jenna the one with the Jenna Ortega. The one on Netflix? Yeah, the one on yeah, the one you see on Netflix right now. Oh I don't know which one I watched. I've I've watched one of them, but now they're just like all like blurring together. They're literally all the same. And I forgot how gory and bloody mm-hmm. is. And uh yeah, you're not missing anything. I mean, and the reason why the original screen movies were so good because you had crazy, amazing cameos. Cameos? Yeah, cameos. So you have all these amazing or weird, not really weird scenes with amazing, entertaining or interesting characters or um, yeah. celebrities. So Kim Kardashian was in it. Um, it was all different types of cameos from celebrities that would partake in screens in the earlier seasons yeah i just felt like it's too much now now it's like number seven i don't even know man and 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 there's no point to it there literally is they're just continuing the franchise because the fan the fans want to continue the the franchise and jenna otega is in it like the acting isn't good the storyline is like it's horrible but the the scenes are extremely bloody it is kind of scary the ending was really good though uh, because you try to figure out who the killers were was interesting because I actually had no idea who the killers who who the killers were going to be, and I realized who they were. They revealed themselves, and I was I I literally said, "Whoa, I have no idea." So that was pretty cool. But other than that, again, if you want something that's like not super scary but somewhat entertaining, and you want to see Jenna Otega. There you go. You know what I mean? That's 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 it. You know that you know that girl who had that movie no not that movie, that TV show on Netflix where she had a plane crash and then she was left all alone on an island and she had to survive. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Was it it was a show, no? It was a show. That girl, she's in Scream, the one that's on Netflix. Oh, what was that show called? That show was good. That show was so good. People say, oh, she She's doing too much, but no, her acting was very good. No, that show was good. That was definitely good. like binge worthy. That show really binge worthy. Yo, I will try to figure out for next week's episode, but it was very yeah. good. Highly recommend. Uh, I think I stopped watching it for some reason, but because I think it was a lot for me to take in because she was so good at it, it was a lot for me to take in. 
emotionally. Uh, and I felt as if I can feel what she's feeling in each scene because she's really mm-hmm. in that. So I was like, oh, that's, it's a bit too much for me. I don't think I, I, don't, I don't think I want to continue watching this TV show right now. Um, but it was, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. It was really depressing. Like she lost her child and yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't, but yeah, I think that's it. Um, shows to look forward to this week. I think I'm, I can't wait to watch Shadowbone finally. Um, yeah, me too. Is it out? On the 13th, I think. Oh, okay. On Thursday. So I really, really can't wait. I don't know what else is coming out. I know there's a couple of movies. But you guys would figure out, figure out until next week on the next episode of We Binged It. Yeah, I'll, I'll get better on that. Um, <laughs> oh, it's actually pretty good. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, I have two glasses of wine in, so I think I blame that. Um, so, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, unless you want to say something else, PK? No, that's it for this episode. That's it for this episode. I can't even talk. See, and that's it for this episode, guys. Uh, don't forget to rate five stars on this episode, uh, wherever you are listening to this episode. And if you rate five stars, then we love you. We are inviting you to the kick out this summer. If you rate less than five stars, we will denounce you and we will never know your name. Oh, also, for the next episode, we're going to have some hopefully interesting stories. From our bar shopping. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. We are doing melanin ball bar hopping. Hopefully that's the plan this weekend. Let's see how successful we get at that. Um, stay tuned to the juicy details. But until then, rate five, rate five stars, please. And thank you. And have a good week. Bye. Bye.